Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So now, Ottawa demanding three PCR tests for those attempting to enter Canada from South Africa, and that means one before you leave, one during a layover, and a third on arrival to Canada. Many of these people, many people, are desperately worried, and my guest told, tells me that she's been in touch with them, and they sold their homes in South Africa, expecting to come to Canada. And again, Global Affairs telling them to go to Ethiopia. I'm joined by Lazinda Swanepoel. Uh, she's South African with a job waiting in Vancouver, a Canadian visa, which expires on the 17th of December. She's made her way to Zanzibar and is attempting to conform to Canada's requirements but even if everything goes very smoothly, it's going to be nip and tuck for my guest. Lucinda, thank you very much for joining us. And how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's just um, very hot and humid here in Zanzibar. <laughs> but, but otherwise, I'm fine. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful place to visit, but you don't want to visit. You want to get to Canada. Tell us, please, a little bit about uh, about your um, about your effort to get into this country and and where you stand as far as coming to Canada is concerned. For you, it began five years ago, yes. Yes, it started with a dream in 2016. Um, I was busy with my degree, and then in two, two, 2018, um, I got a job offer. It was a very long process, <laughs> and um, as you might might know, we need to. Do, um, my employer, he had to do a LMA, uh, which is very expensive. It's about um, three thousand five hundred Canadian dollars, and after that, we had to do a work permit, which was about two thousand Canadian dollars. Um, I had a flight booked last year in April 2020, excited, my bags were packed, and I was ready to leave South Africa. And then there was a lockdown. Um, and we decided to just wait a little bit to see how everything unfolds. And then I had a flight book on the 24th of November this year, but Ethiopian Airlines cancelled my flight. And then I had a flight book for the 30th of November this year, and then there was new regulations. So now I'm in Zanzibar, <laughs> and my entry visa expires on the 17th of December. It's very stressful. I have eight, eight more nights, <laughs> then I can um, ho hopefully start, start my journey. So the, the LMM, LMIA is the Labor Market Impact Assessment and yes, involves the yes. work permit, right? And you do something, you're, you're qualified and specialized in something most Canadians wouldn't be involved in. So uh, you would uh, tell us what you would do. Um, I work as an African safari specialist. So I book safaris for clients to um, Africa. When I informed my new employer about this new regulation, he, he said we need to talk. We spoke to each other for about two hours. He was like, I'm going to sort out your flight to Zanzibar. I'm going to sort out your accommodation. You can pay me back later. Uh, where other South Africans are not so fortunate. They're, um, luckily, he, um, luckily, we work in the tourism industry, so he could quickly sort something out for me, where others are really struggling. There are so many people that I've spoken to today that they need to get into Canada, and um, they don't have the funds to go to a different country like Zanzibar. They just can't afford it right now. Yeah. I want to come back to your, your situation, but tell us a little bit about the people you've been in touch with, communicating with in South Africa, what is uh, what are some of the stories that you're hearing? 
Um, so I've spoken to quite a lot of few people today. There are people who have they've sold their house, they've taken their children out of the school. Um, this, I spoke to a lady, she's, they are actually living out of their suitcase at different friends, at um, different people's houses, because they, they don't have a car anymore. They they resigned. And I don't know if you know South Africa so well, but you don't easily resign from a job because it's not, you don't get a job easily in South Africa. So it's very it's, it's very hard it's very sad at the moment yeah. so it's a very sad situation yes and there are um i know i know this one gentleman he's, his wife is pregnant and he needs to get back to canada um and there's a gentleman also he's got a work permit he's his children and his wife is stranded in south africa he needs to get them to canada um there are so many sad stories it's it's really heartbreaking and as you say, they don't, they don't have the funds, and they were completely surprised by the decision taken by Canada, and the federal government of this country isn't really doing anything to help, just saying, well, you're on your own, go, just go somewhere else for 14 days, then fly to Canada, make sure you get tested before you leave South Africa, make sure that you get tested at the interim destination, and then make sure you get tested again when you get into Canada. That alone isn't easy, is it? No, it's not. And... Um it's it's a lot of it's a lot of money it's a lot of funds and some of the, the these people they are families um i'm traveling by myself um so so but some of these of there are families of four and um they have deadlines like for instance myself i had to start work tomorrow <laughs> um when i when i originally i was supposed to fly on the 30th of november and the plan was that i would start working tomorrow my employee is going on holiday to mexico on the 14th of december um it's <laughs> it's really it's so difficult right now and it's very stressful um they ha since i've arrived in zanzibar there hasn't a day gone by where i haven't prayed or cried and it's so stressful even though i'm in this beautiful place i can't really enjoy it because what if there's a delay with my flight i need to fly via ethiopia um what if something happens because my entry visa expires on the 17th of december and it's it's very stressful right now it's a very stressful situation yeah, your flight is booked for the 14th, and even if everything yes. goes according to plan and very smoothly, you will arrive in Canada with just literally hours to spare between your arrival and the expiry of the visa. Yes, yes, that's true. Yes. And I don't have, I don't have extra days. If something goes wrong, um, if anything goes wrong, it's, it's, it's all over. What I've been working for so long um, it's just taken away from me, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I, it's it's gone. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just my heart goes out to you. Uh, it's it's something that's you know you you've spent five years of your life mm. organizing this. You have a job waiting for you in Vancouver. You're ultimately very qualified. You have a master's degree in tourism. You're very qualified to do the job, and suddenly the federal government slams the door and doesn't provide you with any alternatives. And your understanding is. That regardless of the situation or what you've been told by immigration lawyers, your visa can, will not be extended if you're not in Canada no. by the by the by the by the deadline. That's it. Yes, this is true. I've reached out to three different agencies, um, and they said I would have to do the LMA and the work permit all over again, and I mm. don't see that happening. Mm. Um, it's got, it was a lot of money and a lot of paperwork. It it took very long um, in the first place to get it. So. It's very sad. I, I also, like last year, also resigned from my job um, and then the pandemic happened. So last year I didn't have a job and I had to get something else to keep myself busy until um, I could 
um, we could see the business is starting to pick up again and I could go to Canada and then uh, it's just a bit of a nightmare. For you, for the people, the Canadians and the permanent yes. residents of Canada and South Africa who find themselves uh, without the means to move on and who sold everything and quit their jobs and our federal government is doing literally, literally nothing to help you get into uh, get into Canada after you've done everything yes. that was asked of you. It's yes, because I, I, um, I personally feel that people with a work visa and a student visa, um, they can at least make exe um, exemptions for them um, and, let, and let them into Canada. Because as I mentioned, I was supposed to start work tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, and there, I know there's another gentleman, he needs to start working on the 13th of December. Um, so at, at least they can make, at least people with a work work permit or a student visa, they can at least look at our case, and maybe just, just help us in any way. They need to. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't. Regulations say that they can't extend the visa, but regulations can be changed at the, you know, at the, uh, at the stroke of an immigration minister's pen, and that's what we need to see happen so that you can move on from Zanzibar, come to Canada, get the job that's been waiting for you, that you can do eminently well, that others in this country, probably not very many people are qualified to do the job that you, you've been hired to do, and get you into Canada. I hope that our listeners across the country take this very seriously and push back very hard against the federal government. And I'll make some phone calls as well, Lazinda, and I, I will get back to you. And I, I just hope you make it into Canada. And thank you for sharing the story with us, and we'll be back in touch with you. Yes, thank you so much for making the time and thank you so much for to, to, um, for listening to my story and to also yeah. to the others. Um, it's a very difficult situation. <laughs> we all, I think we're all crying and stressing and praying and just hoping for a miracle or a breakthrough. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.